Big Sam's big gamble doesn't pay off and neither does Sergio's stunner. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Monday the 10th of May. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Didn't quite work, did it? Big Sam's big gams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked. Did big old see, gams. Did you see, was it UKIP or one of those sorts of blokes who had gammons yeah. for mayor? Yeah. That was his actual <laughs> surname. For mayor, yeah. Peter nice. Gammons, was it, running yeah. for mayor? Uh, Didn't get in. I like it. How did Bin first get in? He came last, I think. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, that's probably a good didn't, thing. Didn't somebody figure out that uh, Lawrence Fox got fewer votes than Billy... Uh, Piper got for her first single. Like you don't vote for singles, but you no. buy. Em. You vote with your money. You vote In with a your way, money. it's more Possibly. of a, it's more of a vote, to. isn't it? Mm. Uh, was that her song? Yeah. Oh, I love it. that. Was so slick. If only I hadn't pointed it out. There you go. I yeah. just you can't expect me to know stuff like that. Although I did just listen to her Desert Island Discs, so that's more kind she of. She didn't mention him. I hear. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't, would you? It was really no. funny, Lauren Laverne. I feel like they talked about it and we're like, oh, this is this is just fan fiction from me. But what I think I can mm. imagine happened was that they she was like, let's talk about it. And then if you don't want that in, we can cut it because there's yeah. a really like she does a really quick and quite nervous. And then you were married to Lawrence Fox and you had two kids and also you have another partner. And anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he lost his deposit. That's yeah. a shame, isn't it? Oh, Foxy He got face. a lot of second votes, though. So, Did he? yeah, good God. It's, it's because I think people this didn't. This is not over. People didn't... I didn't realise you had to do a second vote. Anyway, this is a bit niche, isn't <laughs> it's it? Very it's niche, very niche. London. Very, very London. Sorry, America. And, <laughs> and everywhere else in the country. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah Bin Face, anyway. He'll be back. He's the leader we need in our times, right? Mm, don't worry. Just like Big Sam isn't. Um, his side relegated. But hey, guys, let's be, let's be clear here. Big Sam has never been relegated with a Premier League team that mm. he's managed since the start of the season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what we were always referring to, really, wasn't it? Yeah. So it doesn't, strictly speaking, count. No. Even Willian scored. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Delighted, in a way. How does the manager feel about that? <laughs> Just indifferent, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know if he would quite feel vindicated in spending 200 grand a week on Willian for, no. for one free kick against yeah. an already relegated team when your season means nothing. Yeah, no three, it wasn't even the relegated goal, was it? Because mm. Nicola Pepe scored no, that. Exactly. So it was two, he yeah. put them 2-1 and then it was just a 3-1. Yeah. Arsenal, the very the definition of a flat-track bully at the moment. They just <laughs> seem yeah. to sort of be... In that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. I mean, like, you know, this has been a dreadful season as an Arsenal fan. And, you know, it's not really about West Brom as well. I feel sorry for them, but it's like, I feel like, Relegating Sam Allardyce is a trophy, isn't it? Maybe the club <laughs> shop should start selling necklaces of his head to sort of wear it like a scalp. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. we've got. It's all we've got. Like a little totemy thing. Yeah. Mm. Would it look as though you'd cut the head off or would it just be more like a sort of a Frankenstein's monster character? That would really be more for the design team. I'm more of an ideas guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, don't really think in quite such a visual way. But yeah. I think that's Round things are quite to hard onto. to sort of be brooches or necklaces. You'd have to chop the back of his head off, I'm afraid. So right. that would be pretty horrific, I would, it I would, would. argue. Yeah. You'd have to mount it on, on something. That could work. Yeah. Actually, maybe that's easier. Yeah, it's okay. sort of a taxidermy Big Sam. There we go. 
Right, so you're already <laughs> trying to bring him in some some extra lucrative earnings from... Well, we're missing out on the Europa League money, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It's, uh, it's, it has been a weird season for, yeah. for, for West Brom. I know and, yeah. and we talk about Big Sam Muscular, but he just didn't get as many points on the board that you would expect from a new manager bounce, whoever it might well, be. Well, they never had the bounce, did they? No, they, they never the really got problem. it, did they? But, didn't get very many points at all, actually, Pete. Uh, they, West Brom had seven points from 13 under Slavon Bilic. Of course, mm. they... That was all quite odd anyway, wasn't it? The way that they replaced him at that stage in the season. But but anyway. Especially because they hadn't backed him financially at all. Yeah, it was you know, like... I mean, if you <laughs> like they, they, they replaced him when, 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 when things went the way they were always going to, yeah. when, you, when you don't back, back your manager. And who, who, have you got to, who have you got to come on to, to shore, up, um, shore up the goal scoring? Hal robson Carno, brilliant. It's, it's <laughs> quite, Let the man rest. It's quite anxiety-provoking anyway if you're bringing in a guy, at that stage of the season, a guy, a relegation specialist. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost an admission of defeat, isn't it? Yeah. He, just, he just didn't get them moving quickly enough. Um, and and that's where it's where, where the problems have come. Obviously, you know they they had that amazing result against Chelsea, and that sort of you know that if that had happened earlier, it would have been the spark. But mm. you know Ian Dark and Martin Keown were talking about how he'd actually done a pretty good job. He'd improved the team. Got five them points better in Allardyce's first ten games. <laughs> five <laughs> points from exactly. ten. Now I'm no mathematician, but that doesn't seem like a big proportion. Maitland no. Niles has improved the side, and he couldn't play against Arsenal, which yeah. was hilarious. Well, well, I, you hope to think there's some 4D chess going on there. <laughs> and that was, that was deliberate, uh, but I imagine it's very much not so the case. So weird, yeah. It was very inevitable. Almost like weeks into the season, it just seemed like they, they, they were a championship, championship side. Yeah, I mean, you know, Pereira's a very good player, clearly. Mm. Um, but part of the problem is he's got a lot of lone players in there and mm. stuff. So going down to, to kind of mount a challenge to get straight back up, which they could well do. We've seen them do it before. I know they were, you know, the last time they were in the Premier League, they actually stuck around for quite a while. Mm. Um um, so they'll be disappointed the... not to have stayed up this time. But yeah. like, you, you know, they're never going to be away for that long, are they? They're pr they're pretty good at, at, at you know rebuilding and and coming back up. It's it's say so that's it's... a Notts County. Well, you, but Westborough are a bit different, aren't they? I mean, is it five times they've been promoted, mm. something like that? So it's part of the um, the kind of the the skill set of the club is to know how to rebuild and and and, and go again. So I don't I don't think this will be particularly devastating for them in the long term but they they are there is this problem i suppose with so many loan players coming in at, at promoted clubs that then if they do well they move on in the in the next season and if they go down they have to completely rebuild, rebuild the squad again so it's mm. um it's frustrating i'm sure and also for any club that have come up and then been relegated again in this fanless season mm. is going to be so weird yeah. A sort of particularly ghostly Premier League experience. Mm. Yeah, did it even really happen? Exactly. Like a yeah. one hand clapping. Yeah, completely. Tree falling in the woods, that sort of stuff. Mm. Is that the phrase? Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods... I was getting confused about no bears shitting it, in the woods. Does it make a sound? And no, it doesn't. Mm. There is a definitive answer on that. It doesn't make a sound because the sound is only as our, is interpreted by our brains. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Jim. Sound so there you go. And Sound now, can you solve Nicola Pepe? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. No, I can't. I'm not sure his skills reach that far. In the post Sometimes they do, though, Kate. Sometimes they <laughs> Sometimes do. Sometimes they do. In New Europa League, they do. <laughs> Kate. <laughs> 
25, 70 million. Yeah, Let's yeah. have a bit more of that, shall we? <laughs> against teams that aren't West Brom. He can score a lovely goal when it doesn't matter at all. Um, <laughs> Sam Allardyce asked afterwards, of course, Pete, if he was going to stay. I, If I were a West Brom fan, I might. we might feel a bit irritated that it's all feels like it's all kind of a bit about him. Mm. Do, we, do they want him to stay? Well, that's all do anybody we... talks about. And I guess we led with it as well, the yeah. big Sam head and stuff. I know, but, but we it's think always it's funny. The way, yeah, it's always the way it's, it, it's going to be. He's kind of like, he's kind of uh, a manager that everyone talks about because of his time one match at for England, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 he's obviously slightly box office he's slightly something to talk about he's slightly uh, what old men think that you know remember when um, uh, Keys and Gray more on them later not out uh, they, they, they mentioned uh, the fact that he, he could have come in as a defensive coach for uh, Pep Guardiola yeah. like stuff like that he, he, he gets have. he gets mentioned as <laughs> kind of one of those kind of like good old footballing boys yeah. uh, defensive coaches Proper but he hasn't man. managed he hasn't managed it this time oh dear uh, he hasn't managed it this time and uh, he might not manage it again because he's, he's cracking on a bit he's still a nominee from April Manager of the Month though guys well, mm. no one can take that away from him. Steve Bruce is going to win uh, May. Yeah, so. probably will. But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, it's it'd be interesting to see if he stays because I can imagine that he would want to put this right. You know, to, yeah. like, to, he doesn't he won't want that relegation on his CV. Mm. Um, It'd still be like on Joe a CV. <laughs> um, well, no, that's the thing about CVs is you can just actually, just as time chill, goes yeah. on, you can just trim just out the stuff. Off. Like, I like swimming, cycling. Not, yeah. My being... Latin never right. yeah. got relegated yeah, with Notts County. You know what? I'm just going to not put that in. I'm going to leave that <laughs> forever. Um, but yeah, so i would be interested to see if actually he, he will want to kind of try and make that relegation a footnote because, all right, I did get relegated, but I brought them back up at the first time of asking. Mm. I guess we'll see. Yeah, and he can always uh, head back over to Doha and do a bit. Do yeah. bits with Keys, with Keys and Gray. And Gray Although the... they've been having a bit of a complicated one this week, haven't they? they? Have. Yeah, I think it, it was Richard Keys was caught on a hot on a hot mic that he was uh, he was supposed to be speaking to, uh, talking about. <laughs> so not caught sorry, exactly. This, this, is, this is an old <laughs> thing. He got he got, <laughs> he, got assume, he assumed that um, social media extended to what's happening his family. No, no, it's no, Andy, Andy Gray, Gray isn't it? Was it was on their podcast. It was actually on their podcast. Andy Gray was asking Richard Keys about the the social media blackout, and he was saying. You know, I don't really understand technology. Does that mean that I can't message my family? And it's like, mm. no, Andy, you can no, still Andy. use WhatsApp to communicate with your own family. It's like, so if I break my leg, can I call an ambulance? Yes, Andy. You can. <laughs> it's quite sweet in its own way. <laughs> so West Brom go down. Mm. Uh, Manchester City miss a chance. I mean... Does it really matter in the grand scheme? Possibly. We'll see. But uh, not for their title chances. Clearly, Manchester City are going to win. But they didn't manage it this weekend because they lost to Chelsea 2-1. Uh, they should really have put this one to bed. But unfortunately, they had a penalty that City, that is, that Sergio Aguero, he tried to get creative, didn't he? Yeah, and did, ultimately, yeah. if if the goalkeeper is catching your attempt, your penalty attempt, yeah. just with his left hand <laughs> in a quite relaxed way, then you probably yeah. haven't succeeded. If he yeah. can sit down, stand up again, <laughs> and then catch it with one yeah. hand, you've not done it properly. He's very tall and very quick and very able, yeah. that goalkeeper. And you don't, you know, even if he did lie down and he did that, he could probably get back up again, to be quite frank. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, I th- do you, part of me thinks that he was still annoyed at Raheem Sterling finishing off that yeah. chance for him and he wanted to do something memorable and like show, I'm still the big dog. Uh, he was really annoyed, but he looked in no, he didn't look interested in controlling that ball at no, all. No, exactly. exactly. You can't really blame him. But I, th- I think, uh, 
I think Chelsea have got a certain amount of psychology over at Man City at the Definitely. moment. They seem to be up up for the battle and certainly seem to be uh, up for the counter-attack. But Man City played a weird team. I don't know what that was all about. And I'm not looking forward to the Champions League final if that was what it was going to be. It's going to be like well, a yeah. horrible final. Did, uh, part of me wonders, Dull. has Pep Guardiola sacrificed this game with deliberately mad tactics as a yeah, smokescreen yeah, to yeah, hide yeah, whatever yeah. deliberately mad tactics he's going to use in the Champions League final? Yeah. yeah. Just too cool, you know. It's two wins over him recently, isn't mm. it? And like, there's that famous incident of them being in, in at their time in Germany where they're in a restaurant and apparently they went around the restaurant borrowing everyone else's that, salt and pepper shakers. Is that to use true? As, I don't know because if it's that true, sounds like but let's, the perfect uh, thing to make uh, up. Let's print it? the legend here, yeah, um, and assume that that did happen. And I just, I love that. Such nerds, <laughs> but nerds you couldn't even bully because they wouldn't notice. No, because they're just too. They've too. Too busy. There's too much too busy. stuff yeah, to too work busy out. Thinking about, yeah, yeah. Football. I don't know. Do we actually think that this has any impact on the Champions League final? I, I would say it I'm, doesn't. I'm, I think we'll see Team Werner offside at some point. <laughs> <laughs> or janking it wide. I can imagine Thiago Silva's wife having a few things to say about it. Yeah, he um, he has got the haunted look that only a Chelsea striker can have, isn't it? Like the Fernando Torres, yeah. Shevchenko look. It's a lonely place. If, it's if horrible, there, isn't, isn't it, it, Chelsea? And actually, he's having, you know, I think <laughs> Vern is having perhaps a slightly better season than some people are giving him credit mm. for because he, he does work hard and he does. He, his game is about more than goals. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't expect him to look so sad. <laughs> perhaps it's because people keep hammering him. Probably that. And it's a cruel mm. world. Uh, yeah, so, oh, on the penalty, by the way, Sergio Aguero issued an earnest apology on Twitter, which I actually find quite upsetting. I, lo- I would like to apologise to my teammates, staff and supporters for missing the penalty. It was a bad decision and I take full responsibility. The wording is also like he's apologising to his staff. Like, I just really want to say sorry to my cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, anyway, I mean, the man... The man scored them the winning goal in the 2012 <laughs> Premier League race. He, like, can't, he can't come out and say that, though, can he? Yeah. Like, imagine <laughs> after the game. Well, what more do you want? He you said, remember that goal against QPR? That was ages <laughs> ago, Sergio. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> in English, he said, uh, I take full responsibility. But in Spanish, he just said, I take responsibility. Not as not as not as annoyed about it in Spanish, it seems. Yeah. But is it is that a clue like... to where he's off next? Is <laughs> yes, exactly. True. Detective Campbell strikes again. <laughs> but is it not because full responsibility is just you know in the copy and paste wording of these apologies, mm. the responsibility is always full, isn't it? Yeah, in yeah. English, agree. The full English. I thought it would have been amazing if he said I take partial responsibility but must give some credit to Benjamin Mendy who did save my penalty he did not is that a save it was just he could have span it on his finger like he had so much time there that would have been great Yeah, that would have been the best save ever imagine if he headed it out that would be a real fuck you <laughs> there you go, Kenny. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> I just caught it on his head. Also, Marcus Alonso's goal was pretty enjoyable too, wasn't it? Yeah. He just sort of, I don't know what bit of his body he really used, but he sort of just like, sorry, I've moved away from the microphone. <laughs> yeah. he just it's good for that. Shunted it in with a little chip. I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. So 2-1, the final score to Chelsea. A good, Another good tactical win for Thomas Tuchel's side. Pete's not looking forward to the Champions League final. No, it's going to be rubbish. I Euro's going to be rubbish. Everything's going to be rubbish oh, forever. Okay. Everything's going to be rubbish forever. There's... But don't worry, we can go out dancing soon. Yeah. There's been a and lot. And that'll be shit. <laughs> You've forgotten how annoying. Your shoes are going to get all shit, sticky. Yeah. yeah. Your, your legs are getting tired because you're 38 now. <laughs> Brilliant. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. Last days of Rome. Uh, they could still have won the league, City, because Manchester United were down against Villa, uh, but they had another comeback to win 3-1. United 
have now to keep the title race alive. It's exciting, isn't it, guys? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> much, much like the relegation battle, which will end this evening Bridget. after yes. Burnley uh, beat Fulham. Uh, yeah, so United have won 10 Premier League games after conceding first this season. It's a record... But is it good? It's a funny one, that, isn't it? You want your team to be able to do it, but obviously you don't want them to go behind so much in the first place. You wonder, is he a bit of a fueled fraud over there? Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's funny with Man United, isn't it? Because they, you know, obviously they, they are deservedly in second, but they are quite significantly in second. And you, you look at them and you think, is this a team that's going to put a title race together or are they more likely to be overtaken by someone else improving? It's it's really right, yeah. really hard to say. Well, it just seemed that 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 people just didn't didn't want those uh, Champions League spots. And to be honest, certainly below that, nobody wants to sort of sneak into the Europe through nobody a wants spots it. either. So uh, you do sort of think there's not a lot of challenges for that for their crown. But you know, all credit to Solskjaer, he's he's put together a side that that seems to <laughs> seems to really want that second space. Yeah, and also sacking him now would be mad, which <laughs> which isn't it would be know, fun. We've not really no. thought it would be hilarious, mm. but it's not. It's you know the, the spectre of him losing his job is, has not been around for quite some time and full mm. full credit to him for seeing that off mm-hmm. because you know I don't think there's another you, manager in football that has had, had to deal with so much of that do you think that uh, the, the, them upstairs uh, they, they simply had to keep hold of him because it was just approved once again that they are useless at this do you think they even know who he is Pete <laughs> no right? good point yeah it's probably just that, the manager that bloke, <laughs> that, fella. that bloke the manager's yeah says Cups in a funny way. He said, he said uh, <laughs> when uh, when Harry Maguire uh, got injured, he said that because uh, he's he's had an incredible run, uh, seventy one games playing. Yeah, yeah. isn't it like bad, every it? available Premier League minute or something? <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, lovely. But he uh, but he said uh, I, I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm not I'm not a doctor. That's good. Yeah. Like, but if he, I'm thinking I can't him, do everything around here, I'm, I'm thinking. I'd, but yeah, if we had a club doctor, I could ask him. But we don't. No, but. Um, if he was a doctor, he'd be like Doogie Howser, wouldn't he? He'd be like yeah, one of those, he'd be he like would. a young doctor who's like pretending to be a proper doctor. It's mad that that was ever a show. If you're not familiar with Doogie Howser, it was about a child that was a doctor, mm. and it, it, that really was the entire premise. Was he a qualified doctor? Was he just kind of vibing it out? Well, he was in a hospital, wasn't he? Yeah. So I mean, maybe he was a fraud. Maybe that was in the, in the last in the late <laughs> later series. It was just oh no, this isn't a doctor. This is a child. Yeah. Is this the Jim Campbell key to life that you just think everyone is everyone's a fraud? A fraud. Yeah, everyone's a fraud, a fraud yeah. or a genius. That's just being a modern football fan, Kate. Get on board. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, the modern football fan upstairs that Pete already mentioned um, may be starting to. Well, here's the question. Manchester United had a sponsor withdrawing. Yeah. From mm. um, so they were supposed to be replacing Aon on the training kit. Uh, it was a, a deal worth about two hundred million pounds over ten years. I don't know if that's a lot. Sounds a lot to me. Uh, the Hut Group, um, but they had concerns about supporters' plans to boycott the club's commercial partners in protest at the Glazers' ownership. Now, th- so this was due to start, and I think on the first of July. But now, which means that probably United aren't going to have the chance to scrabble to get a replacement one to, that will start at the same time. So this mm. is perhaps the first time that we've seen something that would actually yeah. really affect the commercial arms of oh, football clubs. And for all of the things that work. we've started to see with, you know, Chelsea talking about having a supporter's voice mm. on their board or whatever, being allowed to take minutes of the meetings, whatever it is. Um, this is actually an example potentially of something that could start to hurt uh, these clubs that, try to join the European Super League. So it's, it's, it seems like an interesting moment. I think for companies kind of, you know, get on board 
in, enjoy a certain amount of fan pressure to, to get to get rid, and then enjoy the PR wave. Of well, <laughs> so, yeah, so it's it's a bit of a win-win for them, and they'd have to spend hundred million or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a uh, a very good example of uh, voting with feet and and and, and targeting uh, advertisers. Always the way, always yeah. the way to get stuff done because um, these the the, the pocketbooks are, are where people will notice things going awry. But it's um it's a bit surprising. Really, I mean, maybe I'm naive, but it's two hundred million pounds is a lot of money, even if it is spread over quite a long time. And I mean, I'm surprised that this fan group and huge, huge credit to them um, have have managed to pull off such a big thing so quickly. And that gives me the sense that there is a bit of a storm coming. You know, that if mm. if if someone is prepared to pull out of a deal that big, mm. will this have a ripple effect? Everywhere else for those other clubs, I for one will not be visiting Rwanda, so I'm, I feel like I'm doing my bit um, <laughs> on an Arsenal sense. But I wonder if there are more of these to come because it's going to make other sponsors get nervy, and that's that's really interesting. Mm. I think though, the Hart Group is based in Man- Manchester, yeah, it's, so it's, there it's, is that additional element it. of wanting to not alienate their local. But that now becomes part of the of the Manchester United story, does it not? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. But I mean, even still, like as a brand, can you really argue with Manchester United even at this point? I don't know, but you want authenticity, don't you? If you're a brand, you want you you want the association with these clubs, with these institutions, because you want the kind of authentic kind of relationship the fans have with them. So if that gets compromised, and you get, and you get one another sponsor that is based in the same city doing that. Do you start to wonder if it reflects badly on you? I don't know, but it's it's even if you are a makeup reseller based in Manchester Airport, <laughs> inexplicably. <laughs> well, yeah, but when was the last time that Manchester United were authentic? Like authentic? Well, yeah, I mean, good question. That devil wine they had. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was great. Drank a few bottles of that. Uh, what was it? He's what, a legend. What is it? Is there anything more ludicrous than the pot noodle one? What else do they have? Uh, oh, they've got noodle, loads. Yeah. They've got they've got an, there's about forty of them. Mm. Absolutely yeah. not. No, they, they they are the the blueprint for any modern football club making yeah. money out of literally everything. Like, like, even like medical equipment, things like that. There's a medical <laughs> right. equipment, like a nice. like a body scanner company, I think, okay. has, a, has a deal with them. Cool. But even still, they're sort of proof that you can't really make money out of... I mean, obviously, the Glazer family are making a lot of money out of mm. Manchester United, but that's more about like leveraging the amount of money they put into the club or didn't put into the club. Mm. Uh, from what I was, I was reading some Kieran Maguire thing um, earlier today, and you know they don't actually get very big dividends. So, in fact, it's not really... A, as we know, it's not really a great business proposition to, to buy into Manchester United. It's only good from a PR perspective. Mm. And if you've got money to burn, and if the PR turns sour, then... Hey, it doesn't matter anymore, does it? That's why we're constantly uh, disappointed by businessmen and women um, just just underwhelming when it comes to investing in clubs because you can't, uh, it, because the, the wages and, and the fees have just got to such a point that uh, it, it, I don't know why any sensible business person would uh, approach a football club to, to purchase it. Although yeah, if you... they often don't. No. <laughs> yeah. no. But it's the crazy ones, ones yeah. yeah. If you do want an official, uh, if you want to sleep on an official uh, Manchester United pillow, though, uh, they do have um, Harry Maguire available. Mil- <laughs> 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 He's Official massive. global mattress and pillow partner of Manchester United. Although sleep is really good and important for footballers. So, you know, mm. who are we to laugh? All right, let's get to a break, guys. I'm bored watching Newcastle. Huh. 
Oh, oh sorry to hear that. <laughs> Welcome too, back mate. to the Football Ramble with me, Pete, and Jim in your ears. Now let's see how we got on in Betway's forward to score this weekend. Not very well. <laughs> Entries <laughs> to Betway's forward to score is free. Each week, pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game, of course, for the T's and C's apply. And that is exactly what we did. We started off with game one, Wolves against Brighton. Uh, I picked Danny Welbeck after much changing and thinking and questioning and consulting of crystal balls. But ultimately, the crystal ball did not let me know that it would be Lewis Dunk who scored first in that one. Aston Villa against Manchester United. Pete picks Edinson Gavani. It was Bertrand Traore who got the first goal in that one. West Ham v Everton. Jim remotely picked Richarlison. Eh, decent mm. idea. Dominic Calvert-Lewin was the answer. Yeah. Arsenal West Brom Sunday night. Luke picked Mateus Pereira. He did score a beauty, but the answer was Emil Smith Rowe. Not from four. It's a big one. We'll be back with another round of Betways for to score on the preview show this Friday. Now. It's time for some emails, guys. And as I understand it, we've got a new jingle. That is a high bar. That is a high bar to Mm. leap over for anybody coming at the king with that one. That is smashing that. Mind blown. Bloody great stuff. Oh, we should say who sent it in, probably. Mm. David Rosing Show. Oh, actually, I thought it might be a show jingle, but I think Show? I think that's his surname, maybe. Anyway, David, thanks thanks so much. Uh, Sorry, I got your name wrong. Smashing stuff. Uh, We've got an email from Christopher Bannister. Hey, TB, uh, as a former child resident of Stockport, I can tell you that we never went to the Hat Museum on school trips. Admittedly, this may be down to the fact that I'm 13 years older than Phil Forden and the Hat Works only opened after I'd left primary school. (laughs) Well, we solved that issue, haven't we? Places we did go, though. Oh. Stockport Air Raid Shelters, Reddish Vale, Country Park, <laughs> Quarry Bank Mill, Jodrell Bank, the Museum of Science and Industry, and the Manchester Museum. All absolutely brilliant locations to go to uh, from 1991 to 1998. But if pushed, I'd say Jodrell Bank was my favourite. Thank you for that, uh, Christopher Bannister. Yeah, there's a cracking owl sanctuary around there that you might <laughs> like as well. Uh, Brett has also been in touch. Just Brett, like Pele or... Madonna, I don't it's like know. the it's Concords, Brett. Brett. Yeah, that's Brit, I suppose, isn't it? But um, but, but he might write it like normal, might That's the good point. Good yeah. point. Thanks for writing in, Fight the Concords, <laughs> Brett. That's so cool. I didn't realise yeah. he was a listener. I know. I right? think he did the jingle, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you are Flight of the Concords, get in touch with the jingle. Um, so on the talk of rock, paper, scissors and Peter's interesting tactics, Neil Ruddock represented China at the Rock, Paper, Scissors World World Championships what? in 2013. No, he didn't. Well, the context is that it was for James May's Man Lab show. Um, so that's there's a lot going on there. Mm. Why is Neil Ruddock there at all? Why is he representing China? If anyone's got any, you know... Not a clue. So it's not, it's not a real thing, is it? It's a thing for a show. It's still it's still a thing for a show, though, isn't it? He did still have to learn rock, <laughs> it's still paper, still more than nothing. Razor rudder, because it's a scissors. Yeah. Yeah, rock, paper, razors. Yeah. 
By the way, this Jodrell Bank, did you know about it? I've been looking it up. It's not a bank. It's a radio, it's a steerable radio telescope. Did you actually think it was a bank that you would go into and get money out? Guys. (laughs) Come on. These You're better than that. These stock. You went to Peter House. No, it's a man's one, isn't it? It's Peter House male? No, they're all they've all got girls in now. Ah. Yeah. I think there were actually like riots when they said that they were going to introduce girls to my college at university. (laughs) And they the boys hung up a lady cyclist, like a dead like a not a real one, but like a Extreme, isn't it? Yeah. For like a Redbrook University. Like a mani- mannequin, a mannequin of a woman. Being a like, mannequin. Not, not in our name. Not in our name. <laughs> These women. Oh, the people dear. that run the country. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, why would bi- visiting a bank be so ludicrous, Pete? Um, Banks are boring. Well, he's a child. You'd, you'd go. Can't really do anything in Get there. your hand Stop. caught in the vault. Yeah, but um, Mr. Banks takes the kids to work at some point, doesn't he? And Mary Poppins. They enjoy that. That looks exciting. Bank of England probably does tours. You can go and see gold bars. Mm. Okay, fair. I'm, I'm converted. Right. Yeah. Let's all go to a it bank. It wasn't a mad thing to think. Fine, Kate. Fine. <laughs> anyway, Jodrell Bank's not a bank. So don't, cool. don't turn up there thinking Super. it's a bank. You'll be really disappointed. Don't look at me like you want to lose. <laughs> this is my favourite bit of the whole show. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for getting in touch with the show. And thanks for the... Do we do... Because it's a new jingle. Should we yeah, do it? Yeah, Let's do it. Let's do it. Beautiful. Smooth. Does that take you back to your time on? In hot chocolate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was a title decided over the weekend. Chelsea women won at the Women's Super League. They needed a win on the final day, Emma Hayes' side. And, uh, I mean, it was a bit of a, a damp squib in the end because many Liverpool scored within 68 seconds uh, in their 5-0 win against Reading. Honourable mention as well for uh, England's record appearance holder. That's the way you'd phrase it. Uh, Farrah Williams, she captained the side, so Reading. She captained Reading in her final game before retiring. But what it all means is that Chelsea are on for the quadruple. Actually, two out of four they've now won. So League Cup and the league title. Though mm. I did hear someone, a pundit of some sort, suggesting that the Community Shield counted and it actually could be a quintuple. Very, yeah. very juicy. If you win everything else, it counts, right? Surely. Right. You can't, but it's not a, whatever, three... I think, it's not a part of the three. I think next season people have to go, look, we, you've either got to mark Kerr or Kirby. You can't do both, <laughs> but you should do at least one, all right? <laughs> you, can, you certainly can't opt out and do no, none of them, because they just seem to finish all of the time. They've got a great relationship. 52 goals between them in all competitions. I re- people that are calling loopy them... one they did uh, at the weekend was like, wow, that was so loopy. Mm. I mean, the defenders should have had it, but, you know. Again, mark one of them. Yeah. Choose it's... one. You either cut out the pass or you cut out the goal. Just choose one, mark them. Do you think they might have been a bit demoralised by that stage? Yeah. yeah probably yeah, at probably. that point. Yeah. Emma Hayes has got some really interesting methods, doesn't she, to get her team going, which I'm a big fan of. Um, apparently she's been showing them videos of geese flying <laughs> yeah. in formation to demonstrate how they support each other and how, most importantly, why you fly further together. 
Right. I love that. Okay. Oh, I do like that. That's like the ramble. Yeah. I, I grew up under a goose flight path as oh, well. Yeah. So I'm... Is it very loud? Yeah. It's amazing. Geese flying above you, just mm. honking away, is the funniest thing in the world. Because you know they're doing that for thousands of miles. It's just <laughs> chaos in the sky. You hear it coming from ages away. Yeah. It's brilliant. Is that murmuration? Is that what that is? Or is that other Isn't kinds that of birds? When swallows do that crazy oh, is kind that of specific stuff swallows? where they all, all kind of fly in a formation. I mean, you talk, we talk about the geese being really intelligent, but like the uh, goslings do bond with the first thing they see, the first thing that moves in front of them. So like they <laughs> do, so it could be anything. Oh no! I don't think they're that clever. That's that sounds like it could <laughs> bad be bad plan. Really bad news. Never trust Have a goose. You got some goslings. Yeah, they saw some goslings at the weekend. and said oh, albums. Beautiful. I wondered what was tweeting beautiful under the guys. desk. There, uh, yeah, Emma Hayes has been absolutely. I mean, she's she's great value, and one of the things that's really enjoyable to see is just her becoming part of the mainstream kind of football mm, conversation. Yeah. She's obviously got a great attitude to to well, not just like geese formations, but you know the way she presents herself, she the way she'll like talk about stuff. She's a bloody she's like a bloody. She's human. a bloody human uh so yeah to come in the query quintuple uh the women's fa cup tie it's the last 16 that they're playing everton that's in 11 days time they've also got the champions league final against barcelona next sunday apparently they get tuesday off but not today <laughs> so you know good to pick up the odd day off and probably they're the favorites for that final so exciting stuff for emma hayes she looks like she's enjoying herself it's what we like to see manchester city finished two points behind them in the end after winning at west ham bristol go down to the championship all right peter we need to talk about newcastle having Yay. a brilliant performance we've put it off as long as we can but no longer leicester two newcastle four and it at one point looked as though it was going to be more it was very bizarre, wasn't it? <laughs> it was very, very strange. I sort of said, like, if you're kind of off your game and Newcastle have a striker on the field, there's a very good chance that, that Newcastle might get a result. But if you fancy it <laughs> against Newcastle, if you fancy going and playing a bit of football, you invariably win the match. But I don't know where that fitted in the equation. I think it's just it's just very... I know, like, he had, obviously, Evans, I think, uh, um, got injured in the warm-up. But that, yeah. that really kind of... It was a real psychological blow, it seemed, to the whole side. Yeah. And like, Big Sam, obviously, characterised by his team... Um, having the, uh, the the fortitude in the old noggins to to, to get past uh, opponents, but they just seem to make so many mistakes. I know they're tired. I know it's the end of the season, but wow, that <laughs> was brilliant. Yeah. Did you say Big Sam? Big Sam. Yeah. Sorry, not Big Sam. Sorry, uh, uh, Big Brendy. <laughs> Big Brother Brendy. <laughs> Big Brother Brendy. Yeah. Too yeah. many are not often moment, confused. Yeah. No. no. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was a. It was a great performance from Newcastle. Obviously, nice to see young Joe Wheelock doing well as well. Um, but from a Leicester perspective, their run is a nightmare now. Yeah, they've got Man they've United, got Chelsea and Spurs on the last day who could, who might still have stuff riding on it as well. Mm. So it's like, they have fucked it again, haven't they? <laughs> oh, steady. <laughs> They're going to drop out. We don't. Liverpool are just going to pop in, aren't they? Go, Hello. Yeah, Liverpool. Season not a failure. West Ham must be fuming with themselves yeah. for not for not you know getting a result against Everton because this this these were such vital drop points mm. by Leicester. But yeah, you you do just worry for them. I mean, on after a performance like that, you would think it seems unlikely they'd lose all of those games, but not <laughs> impossible. <laughs> yeah, it, it does look as though it's pretty shaky. And there's um, well, you know, it's nice that there's something to play for. Let's talk, can we talk a bit more about Newcastle? Well, look, they've, in recent memory, for me, they've leathered like Spurs, Fulham, 
Chelsea sort of last couple of games of the season when the pressure's off Newcastle can play a bit right. of football and it, it, and, and uh, yeah I, I think even Steve Bruce was surprised to what happened does to it be make, quite frank. Does it make you think how different the season might have been if Alan St Maximan hadn't been out for all of those games I don't he think he was 13. out for the, as many games as he, games they underperformed for yeah okay, but they underperformed yeah. for a lot lot longer um, they, they've got a good count. they've got players who can counter attack um if I think Newcastle should play like that, a bit of fucking hell for leather, kind of let let our excellent goalkeeper mm. deal with everything that's fired at him, uh, and 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 just go for it instead of trying to get get cute, trying to get clever. It, that's a that's above Steve Bruce's kind of uh, abilities. So so just just do try and do a Keegan. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, go for it and just, and just and just and just like let's let's sort of farm out. Um, Joel Linton uh, to a, a substitute role just to kind of mess things up about 10 minutes from the end and, and let's play a bit of football let's just have some fun did you enjoy the game? It yes I have, did yeah. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was just a nice little kind of um, like a dessert wine at the end of a <laughs> shite season yeah <laughs> I know the feeling. Mm. Yeah, really enjoyable. A couple of goals from Callum Wilson. I like the first, his first one, how he just carried the ball past Schmeichel. That was really mm. nicely put together. Although Schmeichel was having a bit of a terrible time, wasn't he? Because mm. his his because Lester's high line was just mm. so high that it wasn't really a line. And, yes. and and if you're going to play a high line, don't mess up so much in your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just looked uh, as though they'd gone astray, to be mm. honest. Um, all right. So, yeah, it looks like it's happening again for Leicester. Is that what you think, guys? Do you think Leicester are fucked now? They're not going to... It's a terrible running. I, yeah, I think the running's going to make it a bit too much. I think there's going to be some, some, some twists between now and then. Although, that, I mean... They are still five points ahead of West Ham, so it's it's not impossible. They just really, really need to dig in and get some good results. Who knows? I, I just fear for them. All right, exciting stuff still to come in the race for Champions League football. Unfortunately, we don't have time to do the Leeds uh, win against Spurs, I'm just yeah. being can we, told. Can in we my talk ear. about the Eric Lamella Rabona, though? You can, mention it. No one. you can mention it if you want. Yeah, I've done it now. It was a bit was embarrassing. Shit. I was, yeah, I found it a bit of a tough watch, to be honest. Uh, Hugo Lloris making big saves, and I don't want to talk about the. I don't, yeah. We'll talk about it after, yeah, after that's, the show. Yeah? That's, the, that's the way it goes. Larice <laughs> gesturing with disbelief after Leeds third and the whole of the Spurs defence <laughs> just wandering about the pitch like a bunch of lazy... Anyway, it's been a tough season, hasn't it? And it's been yeah, it's... an even tougher season in the Football League because, my God, they play a lot of games. But we have some clarity perhaps pending certain uh, court cases and discussions about Derby in the championship. They look to have stayed up after this. I mean, it was incredible scenes really at Pride Park, this 3-3 draw with Sheffield Wednesday, who themselves were relegated by that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I did. I mean, chances are this isn't the end of of, of the story. And certainly uh, teams like um, Wickham Wanderers, obviously uh, quite upset about the situation. And, uh, their owner said that we're going to wait and see what happens because obviously there may be a points deduction next season or there is going to be a points deduction next season because of spending rules possibly potentially being broken. This um, is for Derby County. This is for yeah. Derby County. Yeah. And then, uh, but then they're saying, well, this should really apply this season. So yeah, it does this seem unfair. It seems, yeah, it seems weird that there'd be a deduction at the start of next season instead of instead of this season. So it's going to be interesting. It's been a strange all season and it may not be the end of the story. But uh, when Rooney enjoyed Sister Act 2 turns out yeah. <laughs> before the match I mean he famously watched Sister Act before the Champions League final in 2008 
So he's a big fan of the series. Well, yeah, not enough to watch the second one in any sort of time frame, it seems. <laughs> Unless he just watches both of them a lot. Yeah. Wait, I, I like thought he just of. liked two. I thought he considered two to be the best one. Because didn't he tweet out, uh, here we go, in 2011, my top three films, Saving Private Ryan, Man on Fire, Sister Act 2. <laughs> I imagine he's at least seen Sister Act, though. Yeah. So What was so good about Sister Act? Is it a bit like Mamma Mia? Like, they made it a second one because it was so bloody popular. I mean, that's how you make any film, I guess, if it's I, so I, bloody I popular. so, yeah. It's Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. The... I get that mix-up with Nuns on the Run, to be honest. Yeah, I see how that yeah. could happen. Mm. 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 <laughs> 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 it's Robbie Coltrane pretending to be a nun. Kate, you. Right, I feel like that's one... That I'm never going to get to. No, don't worry about it. You're not going to need it. Yeah, your childhood was just spurs and violin, wasn't it? And chess. And chess. Uh, Yeah, so Derby were trailing 1-0 going into half-time, took a quick lead uh, 2-1, but in the end didn't need to win, got the 3-3 draw after Cardiff um, equalised. So, yes, they stay in the division for now. Sheffield Wednesday, of course, they've already had... Uh, well, initially it was supposed to be a 12-point deduction and then on appeal it went to a six-point deduction at the start of the season. They broke spending rules last season. They seem to have all sorts going on, which we perhaps will talk about at a later date, but just in brief summary, um, they sold Hillsborough to their owner for £60 million to avoid breaching championship profitability rules, but they still didn't manage to work their way around all of this. Well, it, it, I think Chad Siri wants £160 million for the club. And he bought it for about 37 when they were in the championship. Now they're yeah. not in the championship. Now he wants 116 million. Like, yeah, and just even with the ground, even with the like ground, that's still a lot of profit. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of profit. I mean, on the pitch as well, they dropped 29 points from winning positions this mm. season. It's just not, it's just not enough. Lovely. Oh God, <laughs> hope they're all right. Uh, yeah. Also, Rotherham, they've been relegated from the championship three times in the last. Five years, bad luck, guys. Mm. Uh, also in the championship, Ivan Tony broke Glenn Murray's record for most goals in a single season. He got he's having a lovely time. Thirty one. He's such League. a great player. I used to, yeah, loved watching him at Peterborough. Uh, you could yeah, he always looked kind of streets ahead of all the other players. But anyway, Peterborough are going to be a championship side uh, next season, so that'll be good to watch. Also promoted Bolton Wanderers. Uh, they are into League One after being, would you believe this, twentieth. In yeah. February. Brilliant. That's amazing. Good luck to them. That's so good. Also, Cambridge United, back in the third tier, back in the big time. Um, they are back there after, for the first time since 2002. Where's Houlihan celebrated? Did you see yeah. this? He had a Guinness on the pitch, didn't he? What a bloody... He's tearing it up down there, though. It's great. 38-year-old <laughs> Wes Houlihan. I love another, it when a player does that. Another player so enjoyable to watch uh, at the Abbey Stadium. Yeah, he... Sunk a Guinness. Yeah. And what better way to celebrate? <laughs> in, a gl- in a glass vessel as well. Yeah. Don't endorse that. I wondered about that. Yeah. Not allowed. Naughty. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, yeah, He wasn't likely to sort of smash it over anyone's head, was he? So no, he wasn't doing... Perhaps they do a wood get. Perhaps they Stop trusted him. Yeah, you knock. Sorry, guys. You're going to write in. Yeah. Because of poli- he shouldn't be drinking anything in view of the pitch. He just. I don't think. He's just got his side promoted, yeah, Pete. Well, yeah. Where's your sense of fun and the joy of the world? Are you still annoyed about Mike Ashley having that beer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I found out that Mike Ashley used to live in my town. Really? Berkhamstead. Did yeah. you drive him out? The the post the postman uh, said that he posted his post. Did it? And he said he said he got in trouble. He said he got in trouble for uh, going too far onto his land. I was like, well, put your postman. letterbox. Yeah, put your letterbox where 
It needs to be. I love this. You don't want people encroaching on people's land. Is the colic it? life that you live. <laughs> Knocking about solving oh, local it's mysteries. Great stuff. Is it quite swanky then? Yes, yes. I, I think it's one of those places that you can sort of disappear. Like there's just there's, there's just a lot of farmland around. There's a lot of That's very a remote turn, didn't yeah. it? Where you you can... just disappear. <laughs> but once people start, because I think he got served with a couple of writs over his divorce, and then it became quite public where he lived, and then he moved. <laughs> His old Mike Ashley, so yeah. I like the idea. Just look, you... just look for a house with a on sale for a, with a damaged fireplace, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea. Never that get the smell out. Pete <laughs> also has to go to live there, so he can be somewhere private, and all his fans don't yeah, constantly send true. his fan mail. All my geese. All your geese. <laughs> what are you working with Emma Hayes's coaching mm, team? Bit odd. Certainly. All right, guys. Uh, that we're coming to the end of today's show. A quick re-up for the Apple Pods review world of reviews. If you fancy doing something nice for us today, then it's easy. You don't actually even have to write a review. You can just do the five stars. Did you know that? Yeah, oh, I did. I only just found that out. <laughs> I thought it was a lot more effort. <laughs> it actually is. Uh, but yeah, leave us a review wherever you get your pods. It will just help other people uh, find the show, which will be nice to have because we love to have you along with us. Um, thanks so much for all the good contributions today, by the way. A lovely new email jingle. And uh, thanks to you guys for Thank being you. such lovely company. Cheers. See yous. On tomorrow's show, it's Marcus, Fish and Pete again. We will see you there. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.